0: In fact, in our own spiritual master, our Guru Maharaj, he would often tell us in his own life, when he was just about 21 years old, he met his Dev, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, who told him, you know, this took place at one Ultadanga Junction Road in Calcutta. Guru Maharaj came before Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati, who was sitting on his Vyasa sign, And he bowed down and Bhakti Siddhanta gave him an instruction right then. You are an intelligent young man. You should spread the glories of Lord Chaitanya's teachings in the English language all over the world. And our Srila Prabhupada was thinking, what is this? I do not even know this sadhu. I've never seen him before. And he's giving me a lifelong mission? (laughs) He presented certain arguments. At that time he was a follower of Mahatma Gandhi. How can we do this? The spreading of God-consciousness is a luxury. The first thing is we must get independence from the British. And Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasati Thakur told him that politics are always changing. One party, another party, another party, another party. And with all the changes of all the politicians, what benefits does the world experience? The first and most important of all necessities is the need to love Krishna. It is the only single problem in the whole creation is a lack of Krishna consciousness. And it is an emergency. No matter who's in power, still you have to grow old, get diseased and die. That's the problem. And unless you become Krishna conscious in this life, your human life is wasted. That is the problem. Therefore, now there is an urgent emergency need to spread the glories of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching throughout the world. So Śrīla Prabhupāda was convinced, but at the same time he just had his first child, he was married. But after that he was always anxious in his Grihastha ashram to come and see his Gurudev and to whatever money he could get, he would give to his Gurudev's missions. He would always be associating with his god-brothers, most of them were sannyasis and brahmacharis, and he was always having kirtan with them and discussing bhagavatam with them. And he was always helping them in their preaching. In fact, when he was doing business here in Bombay, he established, with two of his godbrothers, the first Gaudiya Temple here in Bombay. <laughs> so he was always anxious to help. But at the same time, he had other responsibilities. But in his heart, he was always simply longing, longing and longing, aspiring to just give up all these things and just do his guru's work, nothing else. So at one time, his whole business failed. Although he was trying very hard, it just was a complete failure. And his family members were all complaining to him. And his wife didn't want to help him with his preaching at all. She just wanted to live a comfortable life and be a pious devotee of Krishna. She didn't want to help others in any way. She didn't want to make sacrifices. Children also, they were not interested. He lost practically all of his money, some reversal in his business. Now, an ordinary materialistic man would be in great anxiety. But Srila Prabhupada was in ecstasy. When all of this happened, he chanted this sloka. When Krishna shows his supreme compassion upon his devotee, he takes everything away so he has nothing else to turn to except Krishna. So Guru Maharaj simply left his wife, left his family, went to Vrindavan. Vrindavan Dham Ki! And there. He first was living near Keshighat, then he was living at Bhamsi Gopal Mandir, then Radha Damodar Mandir. When he came to Vrindavan, he had not even one paisa. He had nothing. Whatever little he had, he just gave, left it to his family and said, Haribol. And they were just complaining, what nonsense, how can you leave us? This is not proper. You must stay. Till the fag end of your life, you must be our servant. the Prabhupāda just said Haribol and left and went to Vrindavan Dam. And there, although he had nothing, he had one great treasure, the determination to serve his Guru Maharaj. And he remained in Vrindavan for about six years. And then, when he was 70 years old, he decided, now, before I die, I must do my Guru's mission. And without any money at all, without knowing anybody, he was given a little space on a cargo ship, a boat across the Atlantic, he had several heart attacks on the way, came to America, terrible place, cold winter, sinful people, meat eaters everywhere. Nobody knew anything about Krishna. There had never been a Vaishnav there before. And he just sat in a park and chanted, playing a little drum, a little Mexican drum, not even an Indian drum. Someone gave him. And he was just chanting, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 Ram. Hare Hare. And gradually, by speaking the teachings of Bhagavatam, people started coming. And within the next 11 years, he he traveled around the world 12 times and opened 150 temples. (laughs) And tens and thousands of disciples. How is it possible? Srila Prabhupada used to tell us that when I was leaving my home, I was thinking, how will I live without my children? But now he has given me tens and thousands of children much better than my other children. In this way, he was very anxious to teach us this particular verse that we should know that Krishna's mercy and his love is behind everything that happens in our life. You are listening to Radhanath Swami on the sacredconnect.com.